0: Greetings, everyone. I'm Declassified Dave, one-third of the Hush Hush Society Conspiracy Hour podcast, and you're listening to Infinite Rabbit Hole. Interesting stuff, dude. I I think, uh, man, if if you're listening to this, tell somebody about it, because I think this is going to be one of the deepest rabbit holes we get into. This is going to be
1: a deep one. (laughs) This is good stuff. I'm both for and against altered states of minds and astral projection and all kinds of stuff. So I'm not entirely biased against this one. Like, as far as my believability that that sort of stuff is real and that can actually be accessed. That's nuts, because if you can get information to the right side of the
0: brain without the left side filtering it, obviously, you know, when you hear something, it's gotta go through the left hemisphere into the right hemisphere. You can basically trick your brain into thinking anything. Anything is true. That
2: enlightenment, that bliss feeling that they feel when they reach a certain point, you can essentially fake this or invoke this in the body using acoustic vibrations or drugs or drugs.
1: Dude, let's just do a, a documentary on hypnosis and get you over the sphere of snakes. No. <laughs> yep.
2: Welcome to the gateway process. Welcome back to Infinite Rabbit Hole. Welcome back to the infinite rabbit hole. I am your host, Jeff. We are picking up where we left off on the one before the last one that you are hearing. I think, if I understand how things are working. Nope. No, okay, but <laughs> I don't one. understand. On the last that, whatever. One. Anyways, we're picking it up with the gateway process part two. So I hope everybody's ready for for that. Uh, we've got Jeremy and Jacob jacob with us what's up jacob
1: i was so pissed off before this i lost the tool in the garage couldn't find it anywhere and then uh whitney found it while i was waiting on the the episode uh exactly where it was supposed to be (laughs) (laughs)
2: sounds about right
1: man rough yeah well
2: glad she found it jeremy what's up bro (laughs)
0: Not much, dude.
2: Nice shirt. Hey.
1: Thanks.
0: You have yeah,
2: the uh... same shirt on that Jacob has on.
1: That's right. I had it on first. Yeah. And he ran off to go get put it on too. That's Will true.
0: He told me. He was like, "Let's uh, let's wear the same shirt." And I was like, "Mine's blue." He's like, "It's fine. It can't be the exact same."
1: I've never said that before in my life. You did. You were like, "Let's
0: let's be samesies. And I was like, ah, "I don't know, man." I don't know. People are gonna S- look at us weird. Samesies. Samesies. Right.
2: Yep. I think people already look at you weird, but that for other reasons. For loving Bigfoot. <laughs> Is that some of it? <laughs> <laughs> That's some of it. Yeah. I was
1: totally gonna say that. That's funny.
2: The shill <laughs> part, for sure, has a. <laughs> the
0: shell part. You know. I'm not a shill anymore. Look, I have he's, a beard. He's an ex-shill.
2: Uh, I don't know, man. Once a shill, always a shill. That's what I always say. But you know, it's all good, man. You got to have shills in your circle. That way, you you're you're getting alternate information. Uh, yes. You know.
1: That's right. <laughs> yeah. If you don't agree with the conspiracies about the government, you're a shill.
2: Oh yeah, hundred percent for sure, dude. Mm.
1: Absolutely. You mm. shill scumbag.
2: But that's you know that's a episode for another time, but. Anyways, so back to the gateway. Do you guys remember anything about the gateway process from the last episode?
1: Yeah, witchcraft, Satanism, that sort of stuff. You know, I remember. Yeah, pretty much.
2: So boring, Jake.
1: Dude, I'm I'm falling though. I like like last time. I'm not coming at this with a bias of this is fake. I think it's real.
2: All right, man. But I mean,
1: and I like that they're getting into like the science of it. That's yeah, what dude. I'm looking for forward to today it's
2: all science bro all of it's science um just to kind of recap we talked about like the the hypnosis kind of the basics about how hypnosis affects the brain and the hemispheres of the brain and Mm -hmm. we talked about meditation same deal we talked about um what was it uh, the biofeedback Mm -hmm. and, and all these these kind of concepts just to get an idea of like what the gateway process is it's a it's a an altered state of consciousness that from what it sounds like so far in the document resembles a form of these things hypnosis and so on but it's not quite that it's a little different right
0: well let's let's learn about it man
2: yeah we're gonna learn about it bro. calm down dude
1: chill dude. we got plenty of time all night You you know i don't know how to read
2: well, you better read along because this is dense. <laughs> so here we go. I'm 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 gonna read this. Anybody listening, if you didn't catch it on the last one, this is a CIA document analysis and assessment of Gateway process. You can pull it up, read along if you'd like. That's pretty much what I'm doing, just reading through it. Right now, we're on section six, lamp verse laser. So let's get into it. <clears throat> Melissa Yeager uses a metaphor to help clarify the process involved in the use of hemisync in the gateway experience. Again, hemisync is the sinking of the two hemispheres to create this effect. She points out that the human mind in its natural state may be likened to an ordinary lamp which expends energy in the form of both heat and light but in a chaotic, incoherent way which diffuses its energy over a wide area. Of rather limited depth. On the other hand, the human mind under the discipline of hemisync acts after the fashion of a laser beam, which produces a disciplined stream of light. The stream of energy is projected with total coherence of both frequency and amplitude, such that the surface area of a laser beam contains billions of times the concentrated energy found in a similar surface area on the sun. Gateway assumes that once the frequency and amplitude of the human brain are rendered coherent, it is possible to begin accelerating both so that the human mind is soon resonating at ever higher vibrational levels. The human mind can then, the human mind can then bring itself into synchronization with more sophisticated and rarefied energy levels in the universe. I want to stop right there for a second because that sentence the mind when operating at these increasingly rarefied levels is assumed to be capable of processing the information. Oh, wait, I, I just, did I go too far? <laughs> I was like, stop, let me read that sentence again, and then I read the next sentence. Um,
0: <laughs>
2: the mind can then bring itself into synchronization with more sophisticated and rarefied energy levels in the universe. So when you're in this hemisync state, you're accessing, like, I mean, literally, word for word, increasingly rarefied, uh, sophisticated and rarefied energy levels in the universe. So you're tapping into, like, this universal, what I would say is, like, the universal matrix, right? Does that make sense to you guys?
1: No.
0: Sort of. It, I mean, vaguely it does. I, I like the metaphor that they use in this section, you know, and that that's another thing that I want to reiterate from the last episode is that this is a cia government this is a cia um document sorry mine's not working today a cia document this is so some some money time effort by somebody in the cia was put into this enough to be able to put out an entire document how many pages is this jeff do you know um yeah.
2: the PDF is 29 pages so a couple five
0: a couple of diagrams and stuff in there yeah, it's, it's a 25 it, pages it's pretty cool right so you gotta look at this as there there definitely could be some validity here uh like I was saying I like the metaphor I like how you know they were talking about how light coming from a, l- a lamp is all scrambled and it's just kind of going off in every direction where uh, a laser beam is is focused in on on one particular direction and it's so condensed and focused uh i see i see the parallels that they're trying to to make there with the mind and the light do i believe it i don't know i i still want to have some questions answered from last week like what are they calling dimensions uh which i know we're going to get to at some point here soon uh which is really really cool and then i gotta know about this fucking egg man gotta know about the cosmic egg the cosmic egg my dude yeah dude
2: we might get that far i don't know
1: if we'll get to the end but we'll see what about an led light that doesn't produce heat
2: it still produces heat it's just a lot less
1: Mm. so
0: you say it's a diode that emits light Mm. some might say
1: so same same okay
0: same same but backwards (laughs) same same
1: (laughs)
2: All right, well let's just let's just keep going because there's more I, that's pretty. I don't
1: have enough brain power for most of this stuff, so that's I like fine. it when you kind of like break it down and say this is okay. what this means. Well, basically, what they're saying, like, oh.
2: what they're saying is when you do the hemi-sync, right? When you when you have both frequency, both hemispheres of your brain synced up, right, on the same frequency and all that good shit, that your brain instead of putting out brain waves and energy in the sporadic 360 version that doesn't go very far because it dissipates. When you're in hemi it focuses this energy like a laser beam, mm-hmm. right, in a way so that you're now accessing different – and again, it's not – it's just a metaphor like Jeremy said. It's right. not like you're literally pointing a laser beam. It's just
1: – You got lasers dec- shooting out of your third eye. Yeah.
2: You're, you're, <laughs> your mind – your consciousness is just focused, laser focused, right? Mm-hmm. So anyways, let's keep going. <clears throat> To achieve oh, oh here we go, section seven. So frequency following response. To achieve synchronization of brain hemispheres, the hemisync technique takes advantage of a phenomenon known as the frequency following response, FFR, which means that if a subject hears a sound produced at a frequency which emulates one of those associated with the operation of the human brain, the brain will try to mimic the same frequency pattern by adjusting its brainwave output. Therefore, if the subject is in a fully awake state, but hears the sound frequencies which approximates brainwave output at the theta level, the subject's brain will endeavor to alter its brainwave pattern from the normal beta to theta levels. Since the theta level is associated with sleep, the subject concerned, the subject concerned may prog- may progress from a fully awake to a sleep state, provided that he does not consciously resist. As the brain strives to entertain or entrain its wave frequency output with the one which the person hears. So just to summarize, if you're you could be fully awake beta brain waves. if a theta brainwave is introduced, your brain will try to mimic that and it'll put you in like a theta state, even though you're fully awake. That's basically what it's saying.
0: Hmm
2: since these brainwave frequencies are outside the spectrum of sounds which can be heard by which can be heard in pure form by the human ear hemisync must produce them based on another phenomenon known as the brain's capacity for deducing beat frequencies if the human brain is exposed to one frequency in the left ear which is 10 hertz below another audible frequency which is played in the right ear rather than hearing either of the two audible frequencies the brain chooses to hear the difference between them, the beat frequency, thus availing itself of the FFR phenomenon. And using the technique of beat frequencies, the gateway system uses hemisync and other audio techniques employing the FFR phenomenon to introduce a variety of frequencies which are played at a virtually subliminal, marginally audible level. The objective is to relax the left hemisphere of the brain, place the physical body in a virtual sleep state, and bring the left and right hemispheres into coherence under conditions designed to promote the production of even higher amplitude and frequency of brainwave output. Audible and perhaps subliminal suggestions by Bob Monroe Company, the various various brainwave frequencies, which are sometimes rolled in together with other sounds, such as sea surf, to mask the sound frequencies where desirable. In this way, Gateway endeavors to provide the subject with the tools to which he may alter his consciousness based on his own volition over time through the repetitive use of the tapes so as to access, via intuitive means, new categories of information not available to ordinary consciousness.
0: Hmm. So, the goal is to is to process the world around you in Theta ways.
2: Uh, kind of, yeah, in a way. So
0: to kind of go over this particular piece of information with people that may not be familiar with brainwaves, right? So there's uh, frequencies, which is basically a, a sign... Uh, it's a sine formation up and down waves, right? If you're looking at a, a, a oscilloscope, did I say that right, Jake? oscilloscope Oscope? I know it's called an Oscope. I don't know what anyways. Um, <clears throat> there's like five different kinds of brain waves uh, beta, alpha, delta, theta, and gamma. Uh, and they kind of go in order of most condensed, loud, to least condensed and quiet and to kind of just break that down right i uh been a minute but beta waves are like your normal awake consciousness right this is the the stuff that you use when your eyes are open and you're going about your everyday life alpha waves is when you're uh awake right but you're drowsy this is the time when you're um having forgetfulness cloudy yeah uh delta this is deep sleep okay um and i'm, I'm pretty sure that it is n- there's no uh like control of your body there's no dreaming there's no nothing this is the deepest sleep that you can get for those that don't know rem is actually the beginning and end of sleep it's not it's not the, the the whole reason why we're sleeping. We actually enter a a uh, part of our sleep where we don't dream at all. And this is the deepest sleep that you can have. Your body is completely shut down. Your brain is, is uh, fixing itself. And this is when it's in the delta waves. Theta waves are from like people who meditate um, light sleep. This is when you have your REM and your dream state. Um, you know, you're very, very relaxed, but you're semi conscious. It's, it, I think the, the words that I, I, uh, learned was a reduced consciousness and then gamma, this is, this is when you're in like fight or flight mode, uh, when you're wide awake and all your senses are running on full blast and your heart's beating a mile a minute this is when your your brain is on gamma now a lot of the thought times this stuff doesn't really make too much sense because it's it it doesn't like so beta brain are your typical ones and those are the the loudest brain waves if you're familiar with frequencies right uh, these are the ones that just go up and down up and down really really fast and then eventually when you get to uh let's say like gamma waves, it's almost a flat line, okay, these, uh, the sine waves that are on these particular waves are very minute, not noticeable, pretty much at all. Um, But this is when you're laser focused, theta is right below gamma, where uh, gamma is you're so focused, and so awake, and theta is literally the complete opposite. Um it's that step right above the the deep the deepest sleep that you could get uh that's why it does the brain waves kind of don't make too much sense if you just look at you know I'm sure there's diagrams we could probably find diagrams on it, it um, help you out. yeah,
2: so basically the theta state is when you're either in a sleep state or in like a meditative state that's when you're most suggestive suggestible yes. okay so yeah. this gateway experience is putting you in this theta state in in that hemisync procedure, procedure or, or process i guess is just amplifying the ability for your mind to project the you know that frequency that you're accessing in that state out into the universe so that you can then receive information out from the universe just like we're doing right now I'm receiving information looking at the screen. I'm receiving the light information into my eyeballs, decoding it into my brain. I'm receiving information from the universe. That's how I know I'm in reality, right? This process is just basically laser focusing that, and now we're going to access other parts of reality that we can't see, other dimensions, if you want to use that term. And that's basically where we're at. Now, this section in particular is talking about binaural beats, this beat frequency, this frequency in between, playing one frequency in one ear and another frequency slightly off in another ear, slightly different frequency, your brain is going to listen and hear the difference. It's not going to hear either one. And that difference is going to bypass your brain's basic like safeguard mechanism to keep you from going into this hemi state. So binaural beats is, a, is what these hemi-sync tapes are. And you, anybody can listen to Binaural Beats like on Spotify, right? You can go mm-hmm. listen to Binaural Beats for sleeping, focus, all kinds of shit. Who knows if they work? I can make them right now and tell you that they work and post them on Spotify. So who knows? But it is a thing.
1: What brain waves do you experience when you are experiencing sleep paralysis?
0: Uh, that's actually probably going to be a confusion of two. Um, you're probably in is. a theta state, I would imagine,
2: <laughs> at some level.
0: Uh, I don't know about Theta. I think it would be more or less, uh, Alpha, uh, probably Alpha and, th- yeah, Alpha and Theta. That makes sense. Alpha and Theta. And, you know, just, to, just for anybody listening to this, I could absolutely be wrong. It's been a while since I've looked at this stuff. <laughs> uh, So I could definitely have had this stuff mixed up. Uh, one of our very earliest episodes was going to be the split brain um, that I referenced in the last episode and I did a lot of research on brain waves and everything because that was very important in those studies so I mean this is the show is over two years old now and that was one of the very first things I looked at and I haven't looked at anything since so uh, very well could be incorrect on a lot of this stuff um, but I'm think pretty you sure most,
2: you were mostly right but yeah. I mean, the gist of it is you're, you're you, like I just said.
0: Yeah. It's, it, it's, uh, it's hard for people to, to recognize that our brains don't work in a linear fashion, right? It's not like you don't just think right. Your, your brains are actually, um, working at a frequency. It's a, it's a frequency. It's not, it's not like, Man, it, it's it's closer to a radio signal, right? And that's that's really a, a bad analogy of it. Um, I honestly don't have a better way to explain it, but that's the best I can. Good enough. Good enough. <clears throat> you guys ready to move have anything on to the next to say part? About
1: it.
2: Cool. Perfect. That's exactly what I like to hear. And excuse me, everybody, I just sneezed like twelve times in a row for no reason. So you might hear me sniffle into the mic. A, a the government. Times. It yeah. is the government. It's the cent- trails. They He's just everybody. Actually, the mosquito truck, you know, that sprays the shit just mm-hmm. drove by, like, right before we started recording, dude. I'm telling you. Yep. I'm I'm breathing in the nano part... I'm not gonna get into it. They got <laughs> you, bro. <clears throat> yep. Anyways, so here we go. Let's get to the next section. Section eight, role of resonance. However, brain coherence through entrainment to beat frequencies introduced via stereo headphones is only part of the reason why the gateway system works. It is also designed to achieve the physical guide tune characteristic of deep transcendental meditative states which brings about a complete alteration of the fundamental resonance pattern associated with the sound frequencies produced by the human body. Yoga, Zen, or Transcendental Meditation, if practiced long enough, will produce a change in the sound frequency with which the human heart resonates throughout the entire body. According to Bentov, this change in resonance results from elimination of what the medical professional a profession calls the bifurcation echo so that the sound of the heartbeat can move synchronous synchronously up and down the circulatory system in harmonious resonance approximately seven times a second. Remember when I was talking in the first episode about your heartbeat, creating this resonance that goes down up and down your body. This is what this is talking about. Having the seven, uh, I forget the word that they just use, uh, per second, right? Seven rotations a second, whatever they want to use. So
1: Bifurcation echo? Yes, thank you.
2: Um, Bentov describes the role played by the bifurcation echo as follows. When the left ventricle of the heart ejects blood, the aorta, being elastic, balloons out just beyond the valve and causes a pressure pulse to travel down along the aorta. When the pressure pulse reaches the bifurcation in the lower abdomen, which is where the aorta forks in two to go into the legs, part of the pressure pulse rebounds and starts traveling up the aorta. If in the meantime the heart ejects more blood, a new pressure pulse is traveling down. These two pressure points will eventually collide somewhere along the aorta and produce an interference pattern. By placing the body in a sleep-like state, the gateway tapes achieve the same goal as meditation in that it places the body in such profoundly relaxed state that the bifurcation echo slowly fades away as the heart lessens the force and frequency with which it pushes blood into the aorta. The result is a regular rhythmic sine wave pattern of sound which echoes throughout the body and rises up into the head in sustained resonance. The amplitude of this sine wave pattern, when measured with a sensitive seismograph-type instrument, is about three times the average of the sound volume produced by the heart when it is operating normally.
0: So I'm seeing a trend, <laughs> um, which is something that you alluded to in early in the, the previous episode, is that all of the the um frequencies in your body being aligned right whether it be your your the two hemispheres your brain your circulatory system everything And it sounds like from the previous one the previous paragraph is that not only is it to get everything uh in synchronized you know being synchronized but also they want to be synchronized on the theta uh, waves um so by using these tapes apparently you can get your heart to be synchronized into a theta uh, theta wave. Um, And then as long as you can do this uh, hemi sync thing where you can put both your uh, both hemispheres of your brain into a, a a synchronized uh, theta wave, then it sounds like that's, that's really the gateway process. That is you opening yourself up to the ultimate um, experience is what it sounds like
2: yeah it's um there's it's a, a few things right so think about like a crystal glass is a good example most people mm-hmm. recognize this a, a crystal glass everybody's seen people roll their fingers around it, and it makes that beautiful yeah. sound people make music with it you know it's just that resonance that's making that sound and that frequency yeah. and then people have seen if if you get the frequency just right you know the glass will explode right because right. that frequency is now disturbed so this whole process is like you're saying you're and it's not just your heart, it's the resonance. It's the vibration that's happening from that pulse. When your heart beats, that goes down to your lower abdomen and comes up. And as it's coming up at the same time, another pulse happens. And if you can have this timed right, if your heart is beating at the, at the right frequency perfectly, you know, you'll create this resonance similar to that glass resonating and you will resonate at the same frequency. Again, like you said, that your hemisync, that your, your brain waves are. And you'll break. Yeah. And you will break, well, you won't, well, you'll break your, <laughs> you'll break reality, right? And that's what we'll yeah. get into later with all this shit, you know, traveling through time and all this crazy shit, is that you're, you're breaking reality, you're breaking the the the
1: simulation when doing this, you know? So how do you come out of something like that? You listen to these tapes and you go into this super, uh, you know, trance-like state where everything's vibrating at the same time. Do you have to have a buddy there to shake you awake? <laughs> no. Or are you he, just going to be it's... laying there just... You got TV on, everything the news is playing. You're just sucking it into your frontal no, cortex, no? It's probably and just believing harder everything. to. It's probably <laughs>
2: harder to hold that state than it is to get stuck in that state. Yeah, you know, mm. I'm. I mean, they're they're using outside sources, right? You're, these hemi tapes. You know, you have to be, or or you have to be meditating, like to be very focused, right? And even they were saying that these Zen masters, right, these meditation masters, could only hold this state for like 15 minutes. They could do it at will. Because mm. they're masters, but they could only hold it for like fifteen minutes, so so' I don't no, think getting stuck
1: it's not it's not an acid trip, you know, so no putting on John Wick and then doing this, and then somehow I'm able to just do veg what out. John Wick does <laughs> oh, no. yeah. Yeah. yeah, speak no. Russian all of a sudden, all right, no, but I think that <laughs> in you know. It'll get into
2: a little bit of this, but I think that going back to that first idea of the Akashic Records, I think that when you're in this heightened state and you're able to access, like it said already, you're accessing new information in the universe. You're accessing these altered, these alternate rare informations in the universe when you mm-hmm. do this. I think that in doing that, you can get information, right? Like the, the guy who discovered the double helix, like the DNA strand,
0: mm-hmm. Right
2: he knew what it looked like. I think if I'm not mistaken, he was on acid or a mushroom trip or something like some psychedelic <laughs> experience. Right. No but idea. again, he's, he's in this kind of state and it's like I was talking about with the flow state. When you're in this high vibrational state, information can come to you. This is how artists work, right? This is how even,
0: uh,
2: podcasters. Super- yeah well like geniuses and shit <laughs> you know like like people who are geniuses doing mathematical equations in, in engineering and all kinds of shit like sometimes you'll hear them say in interviews like this comes to me in these states when i'm working out or when i'm whatever tripping right? on acid
1: tripping on acid <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: matt damon yeah steve jobs yeah matt damon
1: wonder if uh wonder if elon musk does acid so then oh, i'm sure on acid and then he's just like not? an electric car in space it came to me <laughs> from the universe yeah yeah <laughs> who knows man maybe I twitter came to me from the universe <laughs> so, no
2: you're not going to download it's not the matrix you're not going to download kung fu and become john wick
1: well then by accessing sounds, this info then this sounds stupid
2: but you may you may you may download some information that inspires you to get off your ass and go to the fucking gym and become john wick well then you i'm, know what I'm saying shit
1: yeah that's that sounds really boring
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right anyways well let's get on to another section we're, we're already further than i thought we'd get so let's just keep going see how far we can get <clears throat> brain stimulation section nine i like this bentob's biomedical model shows that this resonance is of considerable importance since it is directly s- transmitted let me just start that over because i'm f- fucking up Bentov's biomedical model shows that this resonance is of considerable importance since it is directly transmitted to and impacts upon the brain. The resulting vibration is received and transmitted into the brain itself via the fluid filled third and left ventricles located above the brainstem. An electromagnetic pulse is then generated, which stimulates the brain to raise the amplitude and frequency of brainwave output. Just as Dr. Twemlow observed in his research on the effects of the hemisync tapes also the brain is contained in a tight membrane called the dura which is in turn cushioned by a thin layer of fluid located between it and the skull as the coherent resonance produced by the human heart in a state of profound relaxation reaches the fluid layer surrounding the brain it sets up a rhythmic pattern in which the brain moves up and down approximately 0.005 to 0.01 millimeters in a continuous pattern. The self-reinforcing character of resonant behavior accounts for the body's ability to sustain this movement despite the minimal level of energy involved. In this way, the entire body, based on its own micromotion, functions as a tuned vibrational system which transfers energy in a range of between 6.8 and 7.5 hertz into the Earth's ionosphere cavity, which itself resonates at about 7 to 7.5 hertz. Of Of this process, Bentov states, This is occurring at a very long wavelength of about 40,000, I don't know what km is. Kilometers, kilometers. Oh, I I thought so, but I thought this was electromagnetic shit. Okay. (laughs) So this is occurring at a very long wavelength of about 40,000 kilometers, or just just about the perimeter of the planet. In other words, the signal from the movement of our bodies will travel around the world in about one-seventh of a second through the electrostatic field in which we are embedded. Such a long wavelength knows no obstacles, and its strength does not attenuate much over long distances. Naturally, it will go on through just about anything, metal, concrete, water, and the fields making up our bodies. It is the ideal medium for conveying a telepathic signal. Consequently, the gateway process is designed to rather rapidly induce a state of profound calm within the nervous system, and to significantly lower blood pressure to cause the circulatory system, skeleton and all other physical organ systems to begin vibrating coherently at approximately 7 to 7.5 cycles per second. The resulting resonance sets up a regular repetitive sound wave which propagates in con- in cons- consonance which propagates in consonance with the electrostatic field of the earth. So basically again when you are in this state right we talked about first your brain waves are vibrating at this certain frequency now your heart uh bifurcation whatever the fuck they call it that's vibrating now your body's vibrating at this specific frequency oh and guess what the earth's electromagnetic field shit is the same frequency and we are vibrating and attuning to that when we do that
0: so okay this is kind of this is kind of where I'm 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 getting I'm starting to get ready to jump off the bandwagon on this one. Um this yeah. one this one's tough. Uh basically this was a whole bunch this is a long way of, of saying that your body is a uh, a natural amplifier. Right? So uh which I, I I don't believe. You know, I I don't believe I don't believe that your your entire body can can vibrate at a certain frequency to match with your your brains and your hearts and everything and we were we were on track like i was i was it's not your
2: whole body it's it's the it's the vibe it's the oscillation of this uh vibration frequency happening from your heart and your brain all this it's not like you are physically
1: like no but jeremy you've never released such an incredible fart that you fell at one with the universe never mind (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) um no but i just don't
0: i don't the way that they're describing it i don't see how the body could be an amplification tool how they're talking right and to get our body to to vibrate at 6.8 to 7.5 hertz right and then that matches the earth's ionosphere energy uh which is 7 to 7.5 hertz okay you know maybe we can get our brainwaves or our, you know, our heartbeat to match that wave. Um, and then there could be a connection to the earth that way. But as if, as in like a, uh, an amplifier where your heartbeat is causing your, the fluid around your, your brain to cause your brain to vibrate at a, you know, very minute um, wavelength or, you know, very minute motion And then there's, there's sacks in your, in your brain that, uh, basically act as amplifiers and, and only this vibration can activate it. It's weird, strange. I, I, I think there's too many things going on in this, this one, you know, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm absolutely wrong, but you know. I mean, it is something. That this is a document that comes out by the CIA. So, you know, maybe maybe they know something that I don't. I'm sure they do. There's you know way smarter people in the world, especially in the CIA than than myself. Um, so, maybe I just I don't. The science on this one isn't there for me.
2: I think it's just a dense way of getting to the point and I think that that makes it a little bit more harder to swallow but in my way of understanding this is like okay so like I play guitar right so anybody who plays a string instrument will understand this I have multiple guitars hanging up if I flick a string on one guitar, I'll hear the sound I'll hear it vibrating and hear the sound. But if I listen closely and put my ear up to one of the other guitars I didn't touch the strings are also vibrating now because of that frequency, right? That vibration is permeating through the air and now it's affecting the other strings, which are now starting to vibrate. My way of understanding this is it's something kind of similar to that where we're vibrating at a certain frequency. The earth is at a frequency. And once we can kind of sync up those frequencies to a certain point, now we're at a a point to where we're accessing this, like, like they said, it's a way for instantaneous, instantaneous telepathic communication,
0: Right, Right. but the the hollowness of a guitar and then the little hole where you strum, that is an amplification tool. Without that, you know, if you just have a solid piece of wood there, you don't have an acoustic guitar, you just have... Even noise. with
2: electrics, it happens. It's just very slight and minute. You still can't hear it. Maybe right. like, my cat can hear it for sure. You know? Right, I
0: get it. And I totally understand the, the whole idea of waves, right? I totally understand plucking the, the guitar string and other strings in the room are also now vibrating, you know, nowhere near the same level as what you just plucked. But yes, you know, I, I totally get that. But without the amplification caused by that the hollowness of a guitar, then you don't have that effect. And it's the same thing that I'm talking about here with humans, right? I just don't think that we have the tools to amplify brainwaves or our own sine waves out into the universe. I just don't think that that's possible. Now, anything that's internal to you, you know, whether it be healing or, you know, going on a magic carpet ride while you're, you know, in this meditative state, Okay, I'm I'm on board. I just I just don't see how how we can create our own body as an amplification tool by the process they outlined in that paragraph.
1: Sounds like hollow earth theory. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Now maybe I'm maybe just saying that maybe. hollowness, right? In a guitar. Yeah, could be a connection there. Yeah. there could be. Or it's a flat earth and it's like a big drum. I don't know scan or whatever (laughs) Mm, going
0: going a little farther
1: well what do you know you've never been to space
2: (laughs) (laughs) i mean i definitely hear what you're saying and i'm with you i mean like i haven't gone through the gateway experience so i don't know that the shit works but i'm just gonna i'm gonna go through this just assuming that this document is legit as fuck in that like what they're saying is true. I know that they're not providing like the peer reviewed science behind Mm -hmm. some of the shit. So it's hard to just say like, Oh yeah, for sure. It works. But I can, I can assume that based off of what this is and what they're saying in it, and then off of my life experience of other people that I've seen online with their videos and gurus and these other people and shit, I do think that they're, that this is doable,
1: you know? Um, but who knows? I think that, I'm kind of sort of latching on although I do believe that there's something to this I am somewhat latching on to what was said um, last episode which was this is like cold War time frame when this document was or this research was done um, maybe this is just you know a bunch of sciencey words just to trip out you know whoever's gonna read it on the other side of the earth um, and then on the other side of that you know if, People lie quite frequently. So, I mean, just because some guy on a video says that he can do this, I mean, unless there's, you know, hardcore proof of it, um, some people just lie just to, you know. Well, it's not just that. It's it's the
2: thousands of years of documented evidence of people who have lived and who have apparently been able to achieve these states of consciousness.
1: Some people say that you can monsters into existence you know
2: uh, again i'm not <laughs> saying that it can't i've not done it so just that's my disclaimer. you won't let go I, of that <laughs> i haven't yeah, done it's shit it's
1: ridiculous but you know the i same think people that can't this is that real. can't control their own hiccups can apparently speak monsters into existence
0: hey everybody bear with us while we take this quick break But Idiots, I digress. All of them.
1: <laughs> but I fools. digress. <laughs> fools, fools. Right,
0: listen,
2: we'll keep going if you guys are ready, dude, it I'm down. Like, sounds like you're ready. All right. I like yeah. your big um, words, science man. I can't yeah. believe you
1: didn't know about the kilometric uh, mega waves though. That's kind of
2: yeah, man. Surprising. My bad, dude. I you yeah. know I totally should have known about that. Should have been, uh,
0: you know, whatever. As soon as they said about the the width of the planet, you should have known 50, forty thousand kilometers. I mean that's. Big. It's
1: the Earth. You know, I'm glad I have a background in um, electronics, so I'm not completely lost in the sauce talking about high frequency and hertz and wavelengths and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Because um, if I if I hadn't been, oh man, I just in here like, <laughs> why am I even on this episode? <laughs> Yeah. yeah,
2: it's dense, man. This is it is. Dense
0: info. It is dense. And I I just can't get over the fact that somebody was paid a lot of money in the CIA to sit down, study this, because they don't just put out a document just to do it. Right. And, you know, I, I know that, Jake, you had that argument that, you know, this is in the Cold War time frame and this could have been put out there as, as a way to uh, distract.
1: You're going to tell uh, me that the government doesn't just spend money just to spend money. Come on. Oh yeah, they do. No, I, I, I get <laughs> there that. Was, there was—it's the you, end of the fiscal year. We've got <laughs> Ten thousand rounds we need to get disposed of. Let's Se- blow them up in the desert. Like, September twenty seventh. So we don't, so we we don't lose our budget for next it. year. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna right. pay some science guy to make up a bunch of jargon <laughs> and some like document. Show this.
2: Everybody listening needs <laughs> to pull this document and show it to your parents because your parents paid for this. Yep. This document. Yeah. True. So true yeah. or
1: false, um, in the content of it. This was paid for by the American taxpayers. True. All right. Now no, 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 I mean, that we got that. Whether the way. whether it's actually like real or oh, fake. oh yeah, yeah, you know the time it took to put to put this thing together was paid for by the American taxpayer. Yeah, that's yeah. it. So also let's true. It,
2: let's just assume that it's that it's real for the sake of argument. Okay. Okay. But anyways, let's let's keep going because we're getting into the good shit.
1: Throw out those word science <clears> man. Well,
0: yeah, we're we're about to end this episode.
2: Yeah, so, and we're just about Marrow to get to the good in. shit. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Section 10 energy entrainment. As the body is turned into a coherent oscillator vibrating in harmony with the surrounding electrostatic medium, the specific exercises included in the gateway tapes enjoin the participant to build up the energy field surrounding his body presumably by using energy from the Earth's field, which the body is now in training because of its ability to resonate with it. This puts the body's energy field into home- homeogenity with its surrounding environment and promotes movement of the seat of consciousness into the surrounding environment, part- partly in response to the fact that the two electromagnetic medians are now a single energy continuum. Thus, the same process which moves the brain into focused coherence at steadily higher levels of frequency and amplitudes so as to entrain analogous frequencies. I don't even know what that word means. so Analogous frequencies in the universe for data collection also promotes enhancement of bodily energy levels to a point adequate to permit the subject to experience an out-of-body movement when he is ready to do so. More will be said about this topic later. In addition, by resonating with the Earth's electromagnetic sphere, the human body creates a surprisingly powerful carrier wave to assist the mind in communication activity with other human minds similarly similarly tuned.
0: It's a uh,
1: it's analogous comparable but... in certain respects. Analogous, typically thank you. in a way which makes clearer the nature of the things compared yeah it's it's the same as sameses sameies they saw Samesies. the relationship between a ruler and his subjects as analogous to that of a father and children hey i quick quick question what do you what do you call it the akashic records is that how you pronounce yes, it yes akashic yeah akashic is that people that believe that you can go into this trance like state and access the akashic records um Would they have any sort of... Like, Jeff, do you think that people can do that? Yes. Do you have any reservations to the idea that someone in the government or people in the government have accessed the Akashic Records to find out how to make anti- or gravity defying spacecraft that we Oh call I the guarantee UFOs. you
2: the government and and governments around the world are doing the very that very thing accessing the Akashic record accessing universal knowledge for Type. military means
1: 100%. Cuz I wonder if there's anybody out there that believes that people can do this but have like a difficult time believing that you know what we're seeing in the skies aren't actually aliens; that they are in fact vehicles right. that have been made using utilizing this process to find out the information There's, to make them.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm sure there is those people. I mean, cognitive dissonance shows itself in a lot of weird ways, right? You could totally believe one thing and then another thing at the same time. I don't know; it's weird how that works, but no, th- those people exist. I think that this shit is totally real. I mean, I, I if if you ask me, I would think that all these important people going back in history, right? Like whether you're talking about like you know uh religious figures whether they were prophets or messiahs or whatever they were all you know or even like these great engineers and artists back in the day i think all of these people were were accessing the akashic records whether they meant to or knew it or not i mean you could be accessing this shit while you're dreaming and not know it because again when you're dreaming you're in these in these uh, other brain states. So when you're dreaming, you might be accessing Akashic records, have no recollection of it. Wake up tomorrow with a great fucking idea that makes you a billion dollars.
0: Hmm. Hmm. You saying that you can accidentally reach the Akashic records?
2: Yes. I think you, I think people do reach it accidentally. I think, whether it's sleeping or whatever, I think people do reach it meditating. Not very many people in history, probably. You could probably put all the people who have meditated and gotten to that point, you could probably count them, like, realistically, a few thousand people, maybe, ever. All right, right? let's let's mm-hmm.
1: let's break this down. Um, what exactly do people believe the Akashic Records are, in, like, Barney-style terms? Well, there's a
2: lot of different beliefs on that i guess but if you really want to get down to it people literally think that there is a a universal library right Right. of all information past present and future in the universe Mm -hmm. and that that's the information and it's not necessarily literally a library but it's you know it's just the information exists time is not linear right we've said that a thousand times in this fucking show time is not linear so if you have the ability to step outside of that linear perception of time, you can reach into the future, the past, or the present and just access information, you know?
1: So you're so, saying essentially that the Akashic Records are is the almanac from Back to the Future and that people in—hold uh, hold on, Jeremy. That people in whatever time frame— that's just the future information, but it would have your present-day information too and, you know, some past information in there or whatever. Say it's the encyclopedia from, like, 20 – or 2,700 or whatever, right? And that's, like – it has all the information from everything up to that point. But in this case, it'd have it passed. But – so, like, when – um Whatever her name is, the author of Harry Potter says that she was showering and got the entire idea for the Harry Potter series in the shower, which is ridiculous. Just mind blowing. But let's just say that she accessed this and saw a future, a future of herself making this series eventually, and just said, "I'm going to access this right now." Mm-hmm. Or yeah, someone, exactly. or someone was going to. And then it, she said, I'm going to access it. Exactly. Store. And, and that's, that's a good
2: example, because ridiculous. if she was in the shower, dude, I mean, think <laughs> about it. You're in the shower, the hot water, it's steamy. Everybody's comfortable in the shower. It's like the best place to fucking be, at least for me. I love showers. I'm the right? most so stressed in the shower. I chill yeah. in the shower, dude. I'm <laughs> having a great time in there. And and maybe she was just very calm, very, you know, her. maybe she was just accidentally accessed the akashic records without even realizing it again she could be totally conscious and and just doing regular shit taking a shower but her subconscious mind may have accessed this and brought forth the idea and maybe she's just taking a shower like oh maybe i can make this this series of books and that'd be cool and then because of that that inspired her to actually do it and now look where she is so she literally did the thing but i think you're also thinking about this a little bit too complicated think about like I'll use religion as an example. God. God is omnipresent. God Mm -hmm. knows everything that ever happened and ever will happen. and You know what I mean? Right. So think about it in a way to where if you can get to this state, you can access a little piece of that somehow. Right? So think about it from my perspective now. I believe that the universe or the hologram or whatever, I think that that is God. I think it's the same thing. I don't think of it as a person. Like God is not a a single a entity, right? I think it is the entity of everything, right? So if you can access that, you're getting a little piece of that know-all, all-the-time, omnipresent shit. You know what I mean?
1: That was a hippie answer. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a pantheist? I've I've been a hippie
2: in my day. I went a year without shoes, for anybody who cares.
1: <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, do. I know plenty of people that don't wear shoes. Yeah, I did that. Most See, of I'm... the earth, I think, doesn't wear shoes. Well, you live
2: in California. That's normal.
1: No 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 there there's definitely areas where they don't wear shoes and then there's most of california where we're like Ugh. <laughs> are you telling me that are you telling me that not all of california is la or san francisco or san francisco
0: yeah yeah what it's yeah. actually illegal to shit on the sidewalk in most places in california
1: <laughs> uh i don't know about that one i think that that's a very broad sweeping thing like like if I offend someone, I'm going to prison. But if I take a dump on their car, I'm good. What if that offends me? Uh it doesn't matter. It's my right to take a dump on your car. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's in my front yard. <laughs> well, anyway, so you know, and the street is my front yard. I don't yard. think
2: <laughs> I don't think we're gonna go any further unless you guys wanna make this like a longer episode. It's up
0: to you guys. But... I'm just trying to
1: wrap my head around the whole Akashic Records thing because it just doesn't make any sense to me. So like I you know, I
0: found a I found a pretty good definition uh and I'm just going to throw the name of this website out there. It's a a little spark of joy uh, The question is asked: What it sounds happens... like they don't wear shoes? It does, it does, it does sound like that. Yes, also sounds like they'll take a shit on your your car. Um, Probably. The, que- the question is asked: What happens in Akashic records? Uh, the answer that they provide is. Uh, it is believed that when one enters the Akashic Records, you can access all information about your past lives, present, and future lives, and also all information about the paths of others. In general, this record uh, is considered a place where all truths are known. So basically, by accessing your uh, all information from your past, future, and present life, uh, and all of everybody else's, you basically have a library of the entire knowledge of the of history in, in the universe.
1: I wonder how many people that have accessed it, and, or they believe they've accessed it, and they say, oh, I was a prince in my last life, or I was a king, or I was royalty. There has not been enough royalty on the face of the earth through all the time in history for everybody to have known that they were royalty in their past lives i have a huge bone to pick with that no one ever says yeah i was a janitor and then i died of lung cancer like just like well if I you think rich.
2: about you could think about it this way though i mean again if t- time's not linear we may have all lived an infinite number of lives already and you know what i mean so if that's the case if if the universe is infinite and time is infinite and we have lived an infinite number of lives but we know then that's we not have the case we, we don't can know see that the it's universe
1: not. expanding, so it's we don't, expanding from oh, 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 somewhere. Hold up, hold up. No, 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 no.
2: Actually, yeah. just the other we day, see the
1: deterioration of things just which means day. that There was a beginning
2: just the other day that new studies the, came yeah, out with the this, universe with the new James Webb telescope that's apparently in fucking space right I love it apparently <laughs> you don't believe in that
1: so what, what listen do you bring it I'm up? just saying <laughs> apparently I'm, I'm
2: giving you the new up-to-date information based well, on what believe you just said,
0: said fuck your based on what you
2: just said I'm just saying that the the rate of uh expansion that they thought is no longer they can no longer base their estimations on that because they've uh-huh. got new data and the shit is off and they're like, yeah. Oh shit, this is. Oh.
0: Yeah. Cause the, the, the telescope has been up there for how long? A couple of months. Right. So they have a, they have a big enough of a, of a, of a sample to tell that the big yeah. bang is false. Yes. That is uh,
2: false is a strong term, but not what we thought. Something not, some, not as big
0: as off. whatever,
1: whatever. Yeah. Ma- maybe we're zone. just
0: going slower, but yeah, they've been up there long enough to be able to tell that, you know, all
1: of yeah, seeing, you know, seeing changes from you know, heavenly bodies moving at you know,
0: here's
1: huh. yeah. so so like we got up a, here and in nothing's 100 changed. million years, they move a millimeter, and they're just like 20 minutes. That's easy enough. Look at that.
2: <laughs> here's a pop quiz for you guys. Um, oh, here we go.
1: <laughs> who can tell me
2: what this person is related to first? Edgar Cayce.
0: Edgar Cayce, I don't care though. Edgar Casey.
1: Edgar Casey.
0: Edgar Casey. I've heard this. Before.
1: John Wayne. Casey.
0: You guys no. give up? Okay.
2: <laughs> so Edgar Casey was the the guy who was like a super fundamental Christian guy who ended up doing the he he would would go into hypnotized states or whatever, and yeah, he well, was bringing up the Atlantis shit. Remember? Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. W- mm-hmm. He would say that he was accessing the Akashic records. And that was his claim.
1: Here's the thing, though, is that there's lots of people out there that claim to be Christians and they do some pretty terrible stuff or they're involved in witchcraft and all kinds of stuff. I mean, people are deceived, right? So, I mean, just because he says he's a Christian, but he's doing things like, like at first, when we first went over that, it was announced that he was doing it accidentally and didn't know right, yeah. what he and was he doing. Wasn't, but he I looked he had into a it and it turns out that he was doing it because he after you. the fact, because so... but you have to remember that he had a problem with it. He was he he was
2: distraught, and even his kids said that he was super distraught for a long time because of this. But you have to, we have to, in my opinion, and I'm not going to tell you what to do, but in my opinion, we have to separate the idea of hypnosis or altered states of consciousness and that being an evil thing to do or non Christian thing to do. I'm not I don't saying think that,
1: that a... it's evil. In itself, I'm saying it opens you up to evil. Well, that's totally possible. But you're opening op- yourself up to suggested suggestions S- sure. outside of yourself. That whether that could be from another human being, could be from a spiritual being, could be from all kinds of stuff. Um, it's a, it's something that shouldn't be trifled with because the possibility that something good could come from it. Okay, I mean, sure, I'm, I'm sure it's there the possibility that something bad could come from it is pretty high. And if it's something bad, I mean, who knows? You could come out of your trance, your, your state that you're in and then kill your whole family. Like, you know, because something planted it in your head that you should.
2: The thing is is I agree with You you, but just because that's the case doesn't mean that people aren't doing it. Right, That doesn't mean Mm -hmm. just because it's dangerous and I don't condone these kinds of things because I'm with you. I think you're opening yourself up to entities who could be demonic or whatever the fuck. I don't do it, right? Edgar Cayce could have been a fundamentalist Christian for all I know, and he might have been accessing this. But that doesn't necessarily mean that he was doing something that was evil or dark or anything like that. And I don't think that having that thought about those altered states of consciousness – Right, Like you can't just discredit it because you don't agree with it, right? like I get i'm yeah. with because I agree with you, but at the same time, it's like doesn't mean people can't do it. Maybe you are accessing and you're opening
1: yourself up to shit, including things like the akashic records i w- I want to clarify real quick. I'm not saying that I know for certain that Casey was not a Christian. I'm saying that I don't take people at face value just because they say they're Christians. There has to be evidence of it. Right? Like like uh you know, I mean, you should be doing the thing, right? What what do you what is your life Yeah, But that's irrelevant all to all the conversation. So, is, is but the that's point. like but the Akashic Records, I mean, how do we know that it's not as simple as um you're communicating with spiritual beings that are telling you things that are just, you know, don't really have to do with anything except for materialism. And, you know, you access the Akashic Records and you find out how to further your life materialistically or, you know, how to reach some goal that has nothing to do with God. It has nothing to do with, you know, being a more spiritual person in that sense or getting closer to God. All these you know, I'd, I'd like to see someone who accesses the Akashic records or claims to, and the ideas they pull out of it have nothing worldly to do with it, mm-hmm. where they're like, I found out how to have a more in-depth relationship with God, oh, you I know, think and that... they, they have this better understanding of that, versus I can get super filthy rich, and I can do all these sorts of things, because all that stuff is is outside of, you know... Out, it's it's worldly, right? I so think that like...
2: most people who do access the Akashic Records are doing exactly what you're saying. I think that most people who actually get to that altered state and access some universal information, I think to them that it's a spiritual or religious experience, and they, and they literally equate that to what that is because that's literally what it is, right? I think that that's what it is. I don't think that there's a, a sign on the door when you show up that says, here's the Akashic records. Go back and tell people that this is how you found Jesus was because you're at the Akashic records. No, I think people have these enlightened states and these moments, and they're literally like, wow, that was life-changing spiritual shit. And I accessed information. Like I can only equate to the God that I'm aware of that was a holy experience and now i will dedicate my life to this to this energy that i required from this and i think most people that's what's happening not not to discredit the god in any way again i think it is the same thing the universe the akashic records the omnipresent god i think it is
0: all the same thing could you imagine Mm -hmm. if if you were just slightly off those theta waves right if you were between your brain exploded well just (laughs) well if you were just setting your body to a a a certain frequency that isn't the frequency that they're talking about here in the gateway process but just by being off slightly what if you you access well what if you access something that you didn't mean to access Mm -hmm. like let's like the like a demonic realm or uh, the demonic
2: records the in between or some shit, the upside
0: yeah. down. But I'm serious. I mean, real. if you can, if you can streamline and and condense your focus into you know uh, this certain frequency where you can reach something that's considered positive, what what's to say that you know you can't fuck up and you know reach something that is extremely negative and i know we were talking about the riches and and you know who would do good and who would do you know selfish acts and and whatnot but i'm talking about more of like a, a, a very very dangerous thing that's like, real too yeah mr
2: crowley was it, doing that exact same thing i mean that's why he had that house on Loch Ness because he was opening port he was doing a, a ritual that took remember like six or nine months long or whatever it was To do some negative energy, open a portal into some other shit. He was doing the exact same thing. He was just doing it on the opposite end of the spectrum. Hmm. Right. He was in the dark arts, black magic aspect of altered states of consciousness to access universal information of some kind. He was doing it on the dark end. What we're talking about here and honestly the gateway process doesn't even outline good or evil this right. has nothing to do with it this is just the right. scientific. but what what i'm What's talking going about on during
1: it yeah
2: right what i'm getting at is more on the lighter end of the thing and like jake was saying you know yes there are people online right they're like oh i used the akashic records and now i'm rich and maybe you did maybe you didn't but i think most people 99% of those people who actually get there are the people who are having these religious experience and spiritual experiences and changing their lives based off of that. Mm. You know what I mean?
0: Finding out what's really important. And yeah. Same re-directing with the themselves.
2: So, You know, I know you guys, you know, you're not like the psychedelic types, but like I've had multiple psychedelic experiences in my life and almost every time it's profound. I come out of it with a new profound sense of who I am and what the reality around me is. And sometimes it's a really small thing, but it changes my life every time. Right. So, So,
0: dude, how dare you talk like you know me?
2: Well, I'm just, you know, (laughs) I just assume since
1: you guys are government shills, you know, but whatever. I don't do psychedelics. I have never done psychedelics because I've never, at first, it was because I was never in a state where I felt comfortable with, like, I'm going to have a good trip. Um, Very angry individual growing up now i wouldn't because i'm sober and i don't need another issue mm-hmm. um <laughs> you know but uh yeah i i don't know i don't know about that you know that whole i
2: just think about it this way jake right here's another way to think about this kind of thing right regardless of if the event is real or not the experience is real to somebody so let's take it back 10,000 years right you're you're in the fucking Odyssey, right? You're on a boat sailing across like the Mediterranean and you're concerned that the Kraken is going to fuck your boat up, right? Okay. You're, now you'll never see the Kraken because it's not real. Well, maybe whoa, it is, whoa, whoa, well, we'll maybe it is but right. <laughs> let's, just say, <laughs> right? let's just say it's not real, right? So like you'll never see the Kraken, but the fear of the Kraken and like the stories and uh, you, again, we're 10,000 years ago, like you're so certain the Kraken is real that for all intents and purposes, the fucking Kraken's real. Right. And it's the same with these types of experiences, I think. Right. So again, I could have a profound spiritual experience and I might equate that to a religious experience. And now I found Jesus and I'm on that path now, you know, and whether or not it was literally like Jesus that came to me that started that process or not, I'm still on that process. Like the, the, the event and like the whole thing, that's what matters. Like my experience matters as much as what really happened, if that makes sense.
1: Mm. Not following. Okay,
0: whatever, <laughs> dude. <laughs> so so I mean, do psychedelics is, is it just like a shortcut?
1: You know? Yeah. Why do all this crap if you can just trip some acid or just do some yeah. so, acid and just you
2: know In a way, um, but not quite. I mean, you know, most psychedelics are done in a party setting. It's mostly set and setting. The drugs themselves are, uh, yes, they're like a a key to the door, right? But like the set and setting is way more important. And anybody who does psychedelics will tell you that. So, yeah, if you're in the right set and setting and you take the right dose of the right thing, for sure, it'll help. You take it at a rave, it's not going to
1: help. Have you seen those studies that have come out very recently where people are using uh, LSD to cure PTSD?
2: Yeah, and mushrooms to cure addiction. Isn't that wild. You know why? Because it's it's rewiring like the synapses and shit in your brain. Like it's literally disconnecting connections and reconnecting connections. That's what happens when you're like on a mushroom trip. So that's why when you come out of a mushroom trip, you li- it literally changes your life. Because Mm -hmm. you have just formed new
1: connections in the brain. Because the spiders attacked you, but they didn't eat you. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) They like me now. I love spiders. I don't know. I think. (laughs) I think Whitney said that she uh, she did the mushrooms once, and uh, it was not good. Did, did the mushrooms. Listen, I, you milk, know, smoked
2: the shrooms. <laughs> psychedelics aren't for maybe, everybody.
1: Maybe I, it wasn't I don't, her. Maybe it was one of my friends. But yeah, definitely had a had a spiders crawling out of the mirrors type situation. So yeah, I mean, it's not I for may,
0: everybody. I may or may not have done it twice in my life. And I, the first time... Allegedly. The first time I just took the whole thing and just swallowed it. And I threw it all up. But I still... <laughs> What an experience!
1: <laughs> what an experience! And at ten, um, but
0: and the you. but the second time we made like a Kool Aid out of it and it was much more tolerable because it tasted like absolute shit. Cardboard. Uh, yeah, it's just not not good. Um, but the, the Kool Aid one was it was pretty cool. I mean, uh, I'm pretty sure I just became useless. I uh, thought I was uh, I was sitting on the stairs for a long time. Well, I'll talk to you guys about that a little bit off off air, but um this is all
1: hypothetical right
0: yeah it's all all yeah. hypothetical maybe i did maybe i didn't i don't know and he maybe doesn't answer questions <laughs> maybe i you know if i had the chance uh well you know what just fuck it uh i i actually would really love to try dmt one time i think that would be a really fun fun trip
2: that's DMT. the most intense of all
0: all of it and that's dude yeah. out of out of all the stuff that i've heard man i, I it, oh, like if, gosh, if i scared. okay
2: listen let me just l- l- That's a perfect fucking thing, dude, because my first DMT trip, I went to what I would consider as the Akashic Records, okay? So I literally smoked the DMT, went through the tunnel of wildness, freaking the fuck out, and blasted through, right? I, I broke through whatever it is, and I was in a zero gravity void, not space. There was no stars. It was just a black void with like a slight bluish hint to it, maybe. Void, zero gravity, laying there, right? And behind me, it seemed, I couldn't see it, but I could sense a giant that was probably, I don't know, a light year tall, okay? Holding my head like this, like cradling cradling my head, right? And I just had the overwhelming sense of comfort and nirvana and this female entity that was holding my head was just kind of calming me and telling me everything was fine. And I was in this state literally forever. When I say that, I'm not exaggerating. I existed in that state of existence since before time existed till after time existed. For all of existence, I was there. And when I woke up, my boy told me it was 15 minutes.
1: I mean, that's not that impressive. I mean, we do that when we're dreaming. You have an entire dream with a storyline and everything, and it's 10 seconds long. Right.
2: But the difference was, is that I wasn't asleep I was awake. I was just in a, such an altered state of consciousness that I accessed this awake. So when I came back, I was able to remember every fine detail. Whereas with a dream, everything's fuzzy and weird and you can't quite remember and put your finger on what the fuck was going on. This was like, I woke up and I was there. I was like, holy shit, I saw all of history. The problem with it was I wasn't able to retain all of the information that I got when I was there. It was, I was only able to remember it for like a little bit, kind of like a dream, right? But now I just know that I knew all the shit. Hmm. It's, so, what it's, happens so... to
1: infinite rabbit hole in ten years? We
2: still exist. No, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, Somebody could probably it? put me in a hypnotic mm-hmm. state and get that information out of me. <laughs> I am sure that information exists somewhere. You know what I mean?
0: I'll tell you what happens in ten years. Jeff finally takes a trip to Wisconsin in the summer. <laughs> Come to Florida. <laughs> I yeah, I mean, I mean that's a, that's a good chance. I mean my my dad lives down in St. Pete, so going going to Florida and, and you know hopping over uh, was it seventy five right 75 95 i4 yeah um that's that's probably doing i don't well. know i but think
1: the, i don't think i ever will do any type of psychedelics because it just sounds it sounds like there's too much of a risk for something to go horribly awry it's I, not it, for
0: everybody and i understand that i do but like I, i'm just i'm just like a uh naturally curious person you oh know? i'm not talking about you this is me no i know i get it yeah. um but just to go back to DMT, isn't it, isn't it strange? It's like that's that's what your brain releases when you die. Like when you're about to die, your brain releases DMT. Like could the the, I mean, I don't know, man. It's just something about DMT that just is so so. Inter- you know what? One day we should do an episode on DMT. You can DM-
1: We should all do DMT and then you make can't. an episode. You smoke about it, it and you just.
0: It. You're no, 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 yeah. no! I'm not talking about like on the drug. I'm talking about oh, like talk oh, about it. Talk,
2: okay, yeah, and well, like yeah, go into the
0: go into the background of DMT and everything, and what you know, all the the shared experiences that people have while they're on meant, DMT. Like, and do an episode
2: Shep. while we're doing DMT. Shep. Shep. Oh, the DMT. No. Oh, our oh no, our
0: noses so we can see what our <laughs> brains doing while we're doing. Be mo- <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for this episode of the Infinite Rabbit Hole, we're all just gonna drop DMT. Ready? <laughs> just go. back and thirty minutes later, and that has been another episode of Road <laughs> You know, it,
2: it's it's interesting. I mean, I think anybody who's interested in this gateway process thing or what we're talking about with this with psychedelics or DMT, go look up Rick Strassman and look up like the Spirit Molecule, which is a whole documentary on the on DMT. And you yes. know, it's my belief and many other people's belief that your brain does that at the moment of death and while you're dreaming for a reason. And that is to purposely connect you to this altered state of consciousness, right? That is what ancients have talked about forever is that well, when you die, you, you, whether it's seeing the light or going to Valhalla or whatever the fuck yeah, is, it some is that altered state,
0: you know, some some say an altered, uh, altered consciousness, but there's also a lot of people that say the collective consciousness. That you're, it's your your body finally or your 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 you leaving this this body, this realm, and going into the collective consciousness to wait for your turn again.
2: Well, the document even said that it even said that you have not only instantaneous telepathic abilities because you're resonating at the frequency of the earth, right? But that mm-hmm. it it's mentioned something else about being connected to anybody else who's also in that state, right? That you have an mm-hmm. instant connectivity, kind of like Jedi's, right? Remember how Jedi. Jedi can like have the the hologram talk with the other Jedi across the dude, galaxy. I've never seen
0: Star Trek, bro. You're
2: fucking <laughs> an asshole.
0: <laughs> well, I that's how it works, that. dude.
2: They they they're <laughs> Jedi, right? So they they tune into the Force, which is the what we're talking about. This holographic universe, universal everything. The Force,
0: dude. What a fucking they tune, nerd. They
2: tune into it and they meditate, and now they're having a Booted. conversation with another Jedi who's also meditating and communicate so they're doing the thing
0: right doing the thing yeah
2: so how did how do okay this is a good example too how do these people come up with these ideas to put them in movies right it's not just sci-fi that they just came up with the shit the thought came into their mind on purpose because Because they they achieved either the drugs a lot of times it is the drugs (laughs) right yeah or they do have the ability like the bitch said for harry potter in the shower she just <laughs> <laughs> wow jk rowling yeah oh that lady um
0: the <laughs> <Yeah>. bitch <laughs> Jeez, dude sorry no, no disrespect the no harry disrespect. potter broad yeah <laughs> yeah dude. Oh my I don't know. all right well it's... uh you guys ready to call this one yeah go ahead and shut it down Shoot. you want me to do it yeah jake do you want to do it
1: well, that has been another divisive episode of the infinite rabbit hole. Join us next time as we argue more about whether or not the Akashic records exist and whether or not this document is completely made up horse crap or it's true.
0: Well, actually, I, this on I, I just hold <laughs> on. I'm, I'm going to correct you there for a second because our next episode is actually different. We will get back to this topic oh, after yeah, the next yeah.
1: episode. That's right. We have our Thanksgiving episode, which is going to be a little bit different, Um, but I'm sure you guys will enjoy it. No topic, just casual conversation with a really good fan, and I'm sure if you follow the Facebook page, uh, Infinite Rabbit Hole, you will know who this fan is because they post on there very regularly. Shit, if you listen to the show, you know who this fan is. Yeah, yeah that's true, too. If, you, if you're if you a fan, you'll know. Anyway. Danny! 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 Okay. <laughs> we'll <right> <laughs> Danny's coming on next week. That's right. Anyway, this has been another episode of the infinite rabbit hole. Thank you for joining us. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff. Just go to our website, infinite rabbit hole.com. You'll find all the links to our socials. Leave us a voicemail. If you'd like to also, uh, just to kind of carry over from, I believe last time we are shutting down the merch store and moving to something easier with less options in the, at the end of the year. So if you want your t-shirts or whatever it is, me and Jeremy are both wearing the um, Simulation Theory shirts. Uh, go ahead and grab that in the merch shop while it's still available because uh, we can't guarantee that it will be available afterwards. Um, might be getting rid of a lot of stuff. But Anyway, thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time down the next path of the Infant Rabbit Hole. Bye. Bye.